and welcome to Linux Action News, episode 240 for May 11th, 2022. I'm Chris. And I'm Wes. Hello, Wes. Let's do the news. This week, we have a special edition of the show. Sometimes, a news event is just so extraordinary, we have to focus the episode to just get you the most valuable information possible. Today's Linux Action News is one of those episodes. As we publish, NVIDIA has just announced a new long-term effort to work upstream to release an open-source kernel driver and related code for their GPUs. Let that sink in for a moment. The historic nature of this announcement really cannot be overstated. What we know at this time is that NVIDIA's plans start with a focus on CUDA and compute with a goal for 3D display by the end of the year. This work is not only the result of a significant change in thinking at NVIDIA, but also years of interfacing with internal Red Hat staff. Christian Schaller is the director for desktop, graphics, infotainment, and more at Red Hat. He's been there for nearly 10 years and has been directly involved in the Nouveau project. He joined us earlier to discuss the details of NVIDIA's announcement from the Red Hat perspective. We started by asking him how long Red Hat has been involved behind the scenes to make this happen. Uh, yeah, we've been probably talking with NVIDIA. I mean, we have had a bigger discussion with NVIDIA around this for literally for years, uh, pushing them towards this. But I mean, in terms of this concrete effort that is now coming to fruition, I would say that we've been working you know, more intensively on it for at least three months. Is the upside for Red Hat that there is a as a good amount of RHEL systems out there doing compute with NVIDIA GPUs? Uh, I mean, the upside for RHEL is, A, there is a lot of those systems out there. And this announcement will make it easier for us to support that. Um, uh, I mean, one sort of growing customer request, of course, is that they want to enable secure boot on their systems. And, and the fact that the NVIDIA driver hasn't been signed up to this point has been a major point of contention for uh, enabling secure boot. So it, it sort of means that we can get to a point where you know, it's possible to have a signed uh, driver for NVIDIA. Um, the, the other thing that we feel is hugely valuable is that as part of this, right, we can we can have uh, more shared infrastructure between the open source stack and the NVIDIA's binary stack. Um, because I mean, if you've been using Nouveau for the last few years or tested it, you, you know, probably realize that the performance you get out of Nouveau is, is not particularly impressive. Um, and the reason for that is that we have never been able to reclock the GPU to, to take make use of the power. Um, so one thing maybe your your listeners are not aware of is that ever since NVIDIA started signing their firmware, the only reason Nouveau has been able to support anything has because NVIDIA has been releasing a special firmware for, for Nouveau um, to enable us to initialize the hardware. The problem with this firmware um, was that it, it didn't have all the knobs uh, and whistles uh, because NVIDIA was slowly working to re- redo things. So we couldn't reclock with that. So a big thing coming out of this announcement will be that, you know, regardless of the details of how things look out, we will be able to have a shared firmware eventually between uh, the open source stack, including Nouveau, and the binary stack, which means that we can do the reclocking, which suddenly means that we will have a situation on the NVIDIA side looking, you know, pretty close to, for instance, what you can see on the AMD side where there is a closed source AMD driver. But for most people, the open source AMD driver is more than good enough, and that's what they end up using. So if I'm understanding you, there will still be a role for the Nouveau driver and for the NVIDIA driver, even if the NVIDIA components are open source. Uh, exactly. I mean, the, the thing that is sort of unclear is, well, or what we know for sure is that whatever ends up being the future, it's not going to be today's Nouveau. 
Um, it's going to probably be that we work with NVIDIA to sort of create some sort of new shared kernel driver that, uh, you know, will be based on what they're open sourcing, um, but it probably won't be exactly that. And that will then go upstream into the kernel um, and and for Turing hardware newer, because this thing only affects Turing on newer, um, that will then be eventually the new open source kernel graphics driver for NVIDIA GPUs. That sounds like a lot of ongoing collaboration with NVIDIA. Yeah. Um, I know you can't, you can't read minds, but could you help me try to wrap my head around why the change of heart and direction here? Was it just, was it just pressure about things like secure boot and look, our customers want this. And so NVIDIA is trying to make a partner happy or is this some bigger land shift? I think it's a bigger mind shift. I think they have sort of realized that, um, you know, sticking with their current model, you know, beyond just, you know, the practical concerns about like how do you do secure boot and so on, generates a lot of extra work and effort for them too, right? Um, I mean, and it, and it creates sort of a constant source of, of conflict with the current community around, you know, GPL only headers and, uh, and all these kind of things. So I think this has sort of been something they've been working on for quite a while uh, before they sort of publicly shared with us that, that they were working on it. Um, because it will make uh, their life easier and an over life easier, um, uh, and and by by basically like you know not having to sort of fight with the Linux community in some sense about this. Yeah. Hmm. That still it still feels like a it still feels like there's a big shift there. It, do you know have there been other vendors partnering with Nvidia on this effort? Is it just been primarily a Red Hat Nvidia effort? It, it's. I would say it's primarily a Red Hat NVIDIA effort, uh, and and the reason for that is pretty simple. I mean, there is no other Linux company out there who has significant resources on the graphics side. Um, I mean, of course, yeah, I assume the other uh, distros will be packaging this stuff, um, but but in terms of actually contributing upstream, I mean, if you look at both uh, the kernel graphics subsystem and Mesa and so on, you will see that you know there's Red Hat engineers involved, and of course engineers from other companies, but not necessarily from other Linux distributions. Right. Do we know license details? Like, is it MIT? Is it G is GPL, I guess? It must be GPL. Uh, yes, it will be. I think they do licensing it. GPL, MIT, I think was. Um, okay. Yeah. So the bits that touch the kernel will be GPL. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, so, of course, an added benefit here from for NVIDIA in the long term um, is, is that they will be able to, to make take advantage of all those GPL-only uh, Kernel APIs that so far has been off limits to them. Hmm. I hadn't even really considered it from that angle. This will make their engineers' life easier, too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh huh. That makes a lot of sense. I. I mean, I'm still. I'm still kind of putting the picture. Like, this just seems like a real commitment here because if if they're working with the Nuvu driver too down the road, or they're willing to work with Red Hat to shape that into something new, it, it sounds like they're willing to commit almost an undefined amount of engineering time to this, just sort of ongoing engineering time. Yeah, no, I mean, that definitely. I mean, this this is going to be their primary way of supporting Linux going forward, right? I mean, the, the binary driver will continue living on. I mean, especially because for pre-Turing chipsets, it, it, that's the only driver that will be available from NVIDIA. Ah, okay. So there are certain chipsets that the new stuff won't work with. Yeah, so I mean, you, you need a GPU from 2018 or newer to, okay. to, to take advantage of this. Um, so, so I mean, it's it definitely it's a big effort, and they have, you know, they are very committed, and, and they've been working very closely with us for for quite some time. Now. Not just on this, right? We we have uh, almost weekly meetings with them, for instance, on making sure that uh, NVIDIA Valiant support uh, is top notch. 
Is this the fruit of that? Well, I think the, the reason why they reach out to us maybe before and is because we have sort of established a strong relationship with them over the last few years. I mean, I think it's sort of the initial effort that we started working closely on was, you know, the GLVND effort when we put in place infrastructure to allow Mesa and the binary driver to coexist. Right. I feel that that was sort of like the proving ground and it sort of set the tone uh, in some sense. And then we have been working together on, you know, discussing these things, discussing how we can improve uh, Nouveau and then how we work around Nouveau with them. And uh, and of course, um, a lot of discussion about compute too, right? How do we uh, package? Getting bigger and, and bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Christian, maybe you can refresh my memory because it feels like it's been ancient history now. Uh, was NVIDIA's initial reaction, would you characterize it as unhappy with the Nouveau driver attempt? I'm wondering, have we have we seen a complete arc from we're we're skeptical of this thing all the way to now we're 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 contributing to it or or am I misremembering that a little bit? I, I don't I don't know that I can say that they were you know statedly skeptical. I mean I think maybe and this is purely from call it a subjective perspective, this was not what Anita mm-hmm. said, but I think maybe they at times were a little bit concerned that Nouveau made their business model a bit harder. I mean, you know, they often offered their GPUs uh, in different marketing segments. And and, and some sense, uh, you know, historically, they even shut up, shut off certain features to the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that probably, you know, fueled some skepticism. But I mean, over over the years, they have sort of moved away from, from limiting things through the driver. Uh, so I think I don't think that's a current concern for them. Um, but of course, uh, it, it definitely was something that maybe colder things in the early years. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, their approach and things change. Mm. Um, so... Can you describe from your understanding how this is going to roll out from, like, say, a Fedora user's perspective, just sort of a, a kind of basics of how they're going to see this roll out? Yeah, so uh, what, what you will probably see happen is that, I mean, I expect relatively quickly, you know, after, after this release today, um, they will, uh, we will have it packaged in Fedora. Um, and, of course, if you're using Fedora to, to run CUDA-based stuff, then you can, of course, start making use of that uh, right away. Um, and then, of course, you will see a sort of steady stream of updates coming out from NVIDIA uh, towards the end of the year, uh, adding more features and, and, you know, ramping up the graphics side of it. Uh, and we will keep packaging that in, in, in Fedora. Uh, although, of course, it, it, I mean, it's, it's still an auto tree driver, I mean, to be clear about that, right? So it's not, uh, so there will still be, you know, some challenges around that fact. But then at, in parallel with that, of course, we will uh, be working with them. And I mean, it will happen in public uh, because it's not about just Red Hat and NVIDIA, right? It's also about making sure we, we, we work openly with, uh, with the existing Nouveau community and Mesa community in general um, to come up with, like, how can this look um, in the long run and, and how can we make sure that we have something that is, you know, uh, suits all of NVIDIA's needs and that suits all of the Mesa slash open source community's needs. Hmm, okay. You know, I have noticed recently, and I think Michael Larbel over at Pharonix also noticed recently, there has been some compute-specific code being submitted to the Linux kernel. Mm. So this is all going upstream. It's not Fedora-specific. No, it's all, all going upstream. I mean, um, as you can see from, from reading their, their blog post about this, I mean, the, the driver from day one is, is they're publishing it on, on uh, GitHub. And then, of course, part of the work with us, right, is, I mean, part of the reason why we also want to do the shared driver is to get this upstream. I mean, that will make life so much easier for everyone if it's if, if it becomes the actual upstream driver eventually that we have here. And that is worked on by us and by, you know, community members in general and, of course, by NVIDIA engineers. Hmm. This really feels like um, 
every now and then in Linux, we've had these these things that were just these mountains that would just seem like they were going to be this way forever and would never change. And then one day they change. Mm. And then we look on, well, okay, what's the next thing? And I think for a lot of people, the next thing has always been, well, we got to get that NVIDIA driver open source. That's got to be the next thing. That would really make life a lot easier for folks. Uh, And now what? Now what are we going to complain about? (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you know, um, one thing I put a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears in into ever since joining Red Hat is, of course, trying to beef up what we do around Fedora Workstation. And and, and dealing with NVIDIA driver has sort of, I mean, we, we, you know, we worked with NVIDIA around GLVND and so on because that was a critical point in making things smoother. But, but this will eventually allow us to, to make, make, make NVIDIA like an equally easily solution to work with as, as today with Intel and AMD, right? Because it's, you know, upstream drivers, everything should work out of the box. Uh, since we're using the same firmware that NVIDIA is using for their closed source drivers, it means that you don't get these kind of delays that we, for instance, had with Novo. Uh, and 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 for me, it, this is sort of a huge step forward just in making Linux and uh, you know the Linux install and setup a lot easier. Because I feel that often, if people these days try out Linux and 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 trip up, it's often about like either you know not even knowing that you need to get this separate driver from Nvidia, and then like, hey, why is my graphics performance so slow, <laughs> uh, or 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 just having trouble still with it. Uh, I mean, I think think things have gotten a lot better thanks to you know. Uh, getting things packaged up and then made available to GNOME software for us and so on, and, and other people have put it under um, ISOs to make it easier. But, but this will sort of you know remove all the needs for all these kind of weird special casing and, uh, and and relying on third-party repositories and all these kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it's going to be a, a true. Once we kind of see the full fruits of the labor, down sounds like towards the end of the year and maybe beyond we're going to see a smoother desktop Linux experience than we've ever seen before, it sounds like. And um, Red Hat is, I, I feel like this is a great example of Red Hat really doing something at the, the doing the really hard long-term work, especially you and, and people over there, you know, doing this long, hard-term work to make this possible for all Linux systems. So, I mean, I, I know everybody's super grateful, and I want to say personally thank you, because I have some NVIDIA cards right here in the studio, and this is going to make life easier for us. Is there anything we haven't touched on that you think might be relevant to the discussion? I mean, there's so much up in the air right now. Any more clarity we could give? No, I think it's just, of course, the one big reminder is that, you know, this is not going to be an overnight fix, as we talked about. NVIDIA's driver will need some time to start supporting all the graphics cases. And, of course, it will take time to do this rewrite uh, to, to, to get everything upstream. So people should expect to be a little bit patient. Um, uh, before this is available, but it, this will f- allow us to resolve a, a lot of items, and uh, and it also you know allow us at, at uh, in my team to spend our resources better because you know at the moment we have Ben Skeggs who's the main Novo maintainer, more or less working full time on on, on Novo, and uh, and a lot of that is sort of just you know in collaboration with Nvidia, but still sort of trying to figure out how things work and 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 so on, and I know we can maybe have him more help push the envelope forward as opposed to just sort of trying to keep Novo, uh, Novo alive. Right. Yeah, that could be, that might be something that's, yeah, I, I appreciate you underscoring that because that could be a long-term benefit of this as well. And it, it seems like um, this is going to improve the situation for laptops too that come with NVIDIA cards in them. And, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to focus on things like, you know, maybe next year, or the year after that, we're, we're really nailing energy usage or something like that and fixing sleep and things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and it means that, you know, we will all be sharing the same infrastructure and, uh, yeah, and, and and you know one 
And, and it also, this will be a lot easier for the desktop environments, right? Because eventually you can, for the most part, rely on the Mesa stack for everything. So you don't need to have a special case or, or, or deal with all oh, that OpenGL implementation behaves a bit differently in, in so many cases and, and all these kind of things that creates pain. I mean, I think overall, um, I'm also just excited because I think we'll allow us to more quickly move forward with, with, with new features. Like, you know, we're, we're another big effort for graphics that we have at Red at the moment, right? Is trying to get HDR, HDR support plumbed through the system. Um, and that's one of these things where we know we need kernel drivers updated to support it. We need GNOME Shell updated to support it. We need the GTK and Qt updated to support it. So it's sort of like, and we need Mesa updated to support it. We need open source Vulkan drivers to support it. So I mean, it's sort of like you need touching everywhere. And, and then of course, having NVIDIA being such a critical part of the graphic ecosystem, not being something we can touch, but instead we have to then constantly wait for uh, NVIDIA themselves to, to do updates in the binary driver means that we can you know push these things forward a lot easier. Right. And it's it's also just going to make that story better for the distributions, right? Because end users, especially new ones that are adopting Linux, they don't really appreciate where the delay is in the feature set. They don't understand that there's another vendor that has to release code. They they got their desktop distro and they want that feature and they don't really care why it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, that may be a thing of the past in the near future. Christian, thanks for helping explain all of this. It's, this is really exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited too. So, uh I uh, hope, hope to hope, of course, also people who are listening in, if, if you are interested in helping out, I mean, you know, the, the Mesa community is always happy for any contributors who comes along and help out. There's uh, like any open source project, there are a lot more tasks than people at any given time. <laughs> no kidding. We'll put some links out to help people find all that. Thank you, Christian. Thank you. And I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors for making this reporting possible. Thank you to Linode. Go to linode.com slash land to get $100 in 60-day credit on a new account. Linode offers just the best options for developers, businesses, and Linux users that don't want the complexity of hyperscalers and don't need their endless options. Linode's how we run everything we've built for the last few years in the cloud. And you can tell when you use the product, they love Linux. It's what got them going 19 years ago. And now they have some of the best services, 11 data centers around the world. 30 to 50% cheaper than the hyperscalers that are trying to lock you into their platform. They got some of the best performance, the absolute best support. And I love great features like their object storage, their clean, simple API, command line tools, cloud firewall, backups, and more. So go build something, go learn something, try it and support the show. Get $100 by going to linode.com slash LAN. That's $100 for 60 days on a new account. Linode.com slash LAN. Linux.ting.com. And a big thank you to Ting for sponsoring Linux Action News. If you're sick of overpaying cell service like I was back in 2013, go to Linux.ting.com. I've been a customer since then because it's the smarter way to do mobile. Ting offers nationwide coverage, a great mix of plans and fast data on LTE and 5G on the big nationwide carrier networks. But you're interfacing with Ting, who was recently named number one by Consumer Reports in 2021. And Ting has great customer service and no contracts ever. They got a plan that works for just about anybody out there, and you're going to start saving right away. So when you go to linux.ting.com, you check your current phone. If it's compatible, they're going to give you 25 bucks in service credit. But if you're ready to pull the trigger and buy a new phone, they'll give you 25 bucks towards a new device as well. You're going to be amazed how simple and quick it is to get started. They have a fantastic dashboard, and the plans are so straightforward, you're going to grok it right away. Go try it out. See why I've been using it since 2013 and why Consumer Reports says they're the best. 
linux.ting.com. After we wrapped, Christian mentioned he believes this is also going to be a huge benefit for Vulkan video encoding and decoding as well. That's something I hadn't even considered or gotten excited about yet. I can only imagine, right? You got to figure that the improvements and innovation we're going to see as this code begins to land upstream is just going to multiply. Like we might not even have a full picture yet. This might just be the biggest story in Linux for 2022 that might continue to evolve with new developments all the time. I think no doubt there is more to come. So we'll keep an eye on this and everything else in the world of free and open source software. So be sure you go to linuxactionnews.com slash subscribe for all the ways to get new episodes. And linuxactionnews.com slash contact for ways to keep in touch. And don't miss out on the new Office Hour show. We have a summer of projects here at Jupiter Broadcasting, and we're covering the details in each episode, officehours.hair, to get it. As for us, well, we'll be back next week with our take on the latest Linux and open source news. Thanks for joining us. And that's all the news for this week. Music.